0: Alright, welcome back to uh Starfish Detectives episode number three. This time Cam's coming prepared with some uh juicy posts right off the rip.
1: Yes, I'm very excited.
0: You wanna start us off, Cam, with this first one that's up now?
1: Uh yeah, let me get to it real quick. Okay. Uh so yeah, welcome back to another Starfish Detectives. Uh we're gonna get hop into a spicy one. So the first one is Am I the Aardvark? For not letting a girl dressed as a slutty elf who ended up on at my house borrow some sweats after she was uncomfortable and cold. Okay, so first impressions. You want to go over
0: that? For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, my first impression on this one when I first read it, I have read this whole post because I I blundered upon it myself. Um, but my first impression was it really depends. Like, is it some sort of a demand that it's? It seems like there's some expectation that doesn't make sense for him. Like. What's going on with this? That's really all I got.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. It requires more context.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm in total agreement. Okay, so I'll read it. I posted this yesterday on another sub, but they removed it because there was no interpersonal conflict, so no one got a, got to vote. I mean, the conflict was between me and the and the girl, and me and my sister. There's a small update since I I did the original while I was breakfast with my sister, <laughs> while I was at breakfast with my sister. Okay, um, not sure where to, yeah. not sure where to begin with this. I guess last night, one of the more popular frats on campus was having a Christmas on the beach themed party. So all around the Bay Air, or bar area, were girls dressed in bikinis with vague Christmas themes. My roommate is dating this total nutjob named Cindy, and as far as I knew, they were broken up. Well, at like 2am, he bombs through the door with Sydney and her friend Tuto, both dressed like slutty elves with way too much skin showing. My roommate in Sydney went to his room and still haven't come out. I was playing Fortnite and the other girl said she was the designated driver and was stuck uh and was stuck, would she mind if she charged her phone and would hang out until she knew what Sydney was doing. I said fine. Maybe 15 minutes later, she said something like, "I know this is weird for both of us, but I'm not here by choice. I just don't want to bail on my friend by sitting here with a guy I don't really know in a bikini. Uh, is weird and I'm cold." Do you have sweats I can borrow? I see you every Monday and Wednesday and I promise I'll give them back. I told her no I wasn't comfortable with that. She asked if I at least had a blanket. I found one of my roommate's spare room or found one in my roommate's spare room, but it was really small and said I was sorry that's the best I could do. She fell asleep on the couch and I went to bed. My older sister came to pick me up for breakfast, and she saw the girl sleeping on the couch and asked why a half-naked girl is sleeping under a baby blanket. (laughs) In the car, I told her what happened, and she basically got so mad at me, I had about 30 opportunities um, to really be a decent guy, and I blew it. She said it sounds like the girl was trying to do the right thing by her friend, and I could have let her use sweats. I could have let her sleep on my bed while I took the couch. I could have said that she should go home and I drive Sydney home, but basically I was an asshole because I left an apparently nice girl in a vulnerable position and I didn't even care. She said that I needed to grow up if I want to have friends and have some empathy if I ever want girls to like me. She has no idea if that girl was into me or not, but I missed a great practice round of treating someone in a nice way that that they may reciprocate. When, I, when we got back to my house, my roommate, Sydney, and the girl were gone. There was a sticky note on the door uh, that said, Thank you for letting me stay. Sorry it was weird. Please say hello sometime. Nate, or Nat. My sister uh, said that this was even more proof that I acted like an antisocial weirdo, and she was just being nice, and the reason that I never have a girlfriend is the way I acted last night. <laughs> Am I the uh, artvark? Mm. Okay, um, I'm going to say yeah, uh, pretty, uh, pretty strongly off the bat.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I think uh, I guess. Like, I don't know if you want to say your thing, and then we can go back and forth on it. Sure, but, sure, sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, my my gut reaction is a, a no assholes here vote, um, because I get it really is. But the, the awkward thing is that it's not really between him and the girl; it's between him and his sister. Um, so that's worth noting when it's you, when it comes to you know who. Well, uh, the it's two about at uh, play.
1: Well. Um, yes, of course. Um, well, I mean, I don't think, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yes, I, I completely agree. But I still think that he is the aardvark.
0: Yeah, so it, it, you get back to what yeah, I was so, saying. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Um, first of all, I, I think that he should have just let the, I, I would have liked to think that in that situation, actually, I don't know why I said I would like to think I, I definitely would just give the poor girl some, uh, you know, some sweatpants and a hoodie but i also understand for this guy that you know this random girl is coming into his room and asking for to like borrow his stuff and you know it's a classic thing where obviously well, he was on the
1: couch in the living room right isn't that what he said oh, oh let me
0: see let me see um he was he, she, he just said he was playing fortnite
1: yeah but she was like she fell asleep on the couch like i'm it you know, I'm like pretty he... sure
0: he was oh okay i guess the i guess the context it, is maybe the context
1: maybe. the context sounds like he was in the living room with her yeah yeah
0: yeah i, I will say that yeah i, I guess i don't think that the the girl has any a leg to stand on in terms of demanding that he give those things and i don't think she did she just asked and you know he said that he wasn't comfortable with that like i think it's fair to say that you know, there's a decent chance he wouldn't get those items back if he gave them to her. Obviously, we don't know anything about her her character or her personality. But even though he was seeing her regularly, it's one of those things where there are a lot of people who, who will like to, you know, make excuses if they like something and just keep it, uh, especially if you have no relationship with them whatsoever besides just seeing them somewhat regularly. So I think it's perfectly fine for him to not... Well, I think it's perfectly fine in terms of, like, his, I guess, rights. <laughs> Writes isn't the right way to say it. I don't think it's necessarily a problem if he doesn't do it, but I think it would have been nice for him to do it. And like at the end of the day, you know, giving helping out someone who's trying to stay by their friend and when they're drunk and maybe need some help and uh, be the designated driver, like there's definitely something to that. Um, I think yeah, yeah. I also think I, the I guy think, is very yeah. weird for judging both of them so much. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, he, go- he talks about how like they're showing way too much skin oh yeah and, like there's several different you know clearly judgmental tone stuff in here so like i don't like the guy and i would not do what he did i'm not sure if he actually qualifies as the aardvark though that's sort of what do you I'm at think with
1: it. well i mean like i i guess i still don't really understand why not are you just saying that because like you think it's perfectly fine that he doesn't feel comfortable with you know wanting to give up his clothes
0: yeah exactly oh we forgot to switch chats hey <laughs> um, <anyway, laughs> we're, we're recording uh, cast I'll see you later oh alright um there we go
1: uh, <laughs> you give up the stream one more time
0: oh right I have to refresh the stream
1: yeah <laughs> it's
0: okay yeah. all good all good yeah I just think that it's it's fair to be like just because some girl come you know shows up and wants to borrow my clothes it's not like it would be very different if it was like oh, you know, my friend tripped and fell. Um, I just heard, I just got a text and my friend tripped and fell while drunk, you know, and I have to go back out and it's like cold and raining. Like, can I borrow a rain jacket and some sweats where it's like, you know, the person actually needs those things to uh, be able to safely care for their friend. But in this case, I feel like I almost don't entirely get where the girl is coming from because presumably, because if she wore that outfit to go to a frat party... Well, she's with, you know, she's at that level of skin exposure with a whole bunch of guys she presumably doesn't know unless she knows everyone in the frat. And now she's just with one guy who's not paying any attention to her because he's playing Fortnite. Or did he, I don't know if he said he went back to playing Fortnite, but like, I guess I don't think there's enough of a need for him to be the artwork for not doing. I
1: don't, I don't think it's an attention thing. I mean, I I agree with you, like, yeah. I agree with you. I think that it was really poor planning on the side of the girl who decided to wear that out. Like, right, right. It, I, I agree. Like, I think I think if if that were me, I mean, for one, I, I don't I'm not that comfortable <laughs> ever showing that much skin in general, like I always have many yeah. layers on me. Um, but if that were in, in my case, I'd imagine like you said, like, it would probably be like a smart move to like, just bring a jacket. That being said, like, if you're going out to a party, like it's not always advantageous. She probably didn't really plan it out. And um, maybe, I don't know, the again, this is all just like hypothetical, but like I don't know, like what she was planning with like her friend. Like if it, the plan was always all along that they're going to go back to this guy's place and she, you know, Sydney was going to be with, uh, this guy's roommate and blah 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 like I, I don't know if that was the plan all along or if that was spontaneous because right, like right. she was drunk and her friend was just being nice and like wanted her friend to like have fun or whatever mm-hmm. um but i like for me personally like for one i guess like there are two things that i want to say like off the bat like i think the way how the sister talked to her brother about this like the the op yeah i think that that was not constructive really <laughs> like i,
0: agree. I don't it was think a little toxic. I, I,
1: it, it is toxic so like i for if anything i'm assholes all around i think that like his his older sister was being like very hard on him like that's not really even if like she wants to get that point across to him like it's not constructive in any way it's gonna mm-hmm. like make him like just feel bad like he could she could have just said more constructive i mean she was being constructive with him but she was being very aggressive about it um which like makes him probably feel like put off from you know the whole situation uh right. that being said like i also think that like He showed, like, he showed a level of um, not caring in the situation that, like, is, like, a bit troubling. Like, so, like, I get where, like, the girlfriend or, like, his sister comes from in the sense that, like, this girl, like, was basically there because of her friend. Like, she had, like, no reason to be there other than that. And she was just, like, desperate to just try to make the situation, like, feel more, you know, comfortable for herself. Because, like, it's probably pretty uncomfortable, like, sitting there alone with a guy that she doesn't know, not talking. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what I can presume, just based off of the way how this guy, like, talks. Uh, or, the uh, sorry, the OP, I should say. Right, right. Um, so, the, the fact that, like, all that was going on, and he didn't really even have, like, the forethought to really even try to show any decency, even just being, like, a homeowner for, like, a guest in your house like <laughs>
0: presumably uh, he think, doesn't own the home but yes like yeah, well you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's, he he he's a, he's a occupant like you know right, he, right. i think I, I think there's just like a lot of levels to it where it shows like a lot of uh just like asocial behavior <laughs> like i'm not not, not to fault mm-hmm. that or anything but i think i think in this case like it, it is faultable because like um it, he just comes off like a shitty person like just very not caring like this girl like if you just took the forethought to be like oh this girl like you know, she doesn't want to be here. She's only here for her friend. And she's just asking like something that's like not even that big of a deal. Like to me, at least, like I can get if it's like uncomfortable for someone to like, you know, give them your clothes or something. But like, I personally don't think it's a big deal. I mean, he probably showers and has a towel or something that he could give her or like virtually something more than just like a, a baby blanket. I I just think that it's like just the courtesy is just very shitty, in my opinion
0: yeah that's that's fair uh, i'm kind of coming around to being okay with the the yta vote that you know i definitely never agreed with what he did it was just about does it you know does it reach that level and i also agree with you that what his sister was doing is not helpful um and also i do think the very end of the story if i feel like his sister is completely misreading the situation because this the, the girl the unnamed girl left a note saying thank you for letting me stay here sorry it was weird please say hello sometime and her name which like i'm not gonna say it's flirty necessarily it could just be friendly but like clearly the girl didn't take it as some sort of horrible affront or are offended no I, I think
1: i think if anything it shows that she was uncomfortable with the whole situation mm-hmm. like she just like like the vibe i get from this her friend is that she's like a very caring person and just like wants to be like liked by people i don't know like right, that's right. kind of the vibe i get mm-hmm. um but uh i I really think that like her leaving that note like I don't think it meant anything like you know she was interested in at all in him at all, like in terms of like a romantic way. It was more so like she just wanted to ensure that like she he didn't have a problem with her or whatever
0: like. Well, yeah, and it's just uh, also her being yeah. appreciative, which is very and, nice, and nice, considering yeah. that he did not exactly. really do all that much for her, <laughs> as we just established. No,
1: exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, in my opinion, assholes all around. Like, that's just, that's just the the vibe I get from right. this whole so thing. Right,
0: I'll, so I'll agree with uh, uh, ESH voting, meaning the sister and the OP, not any, not the other three parties. Especially no, no, no,
1: no, no. No, yeah. no, of course not.
0: Yeah, and very so good. the comments are saying a lot of uh, YTA. Y D A.
1: I'm an astrophysicist.
0: (laughs) What a way to start it. Yeah, one of the comments says, "Hi, I'm also autistic
1: and have struggled with social situations. Uh, wait, wait, okay. Maybe maybe this will be good. I'll I'll read this. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, Helping others isn't a transaction. It's how our society functions. One reason to help others is that one day, you'll need help from someone who doesn't personally benefit from helping you. The situation isn't a problem for you to put in a spreadsheet and analyze. You can't treat real life as an equation to be solved or a fi- philosophical debate. The fact that so many are voting, the fact that so many people vote or people are voting YTA already tells you that you were wrong in the situation. Please get some support to help you learn how to navigate social settings. It sounds like mm. you need therapy and to be screened for neurodivergent conditions. Oh, right, this is kind of projection. This is this is some heavy projection. It really You're going is. to need so- uh, social skills to have a good life. They'll help you find people to collaborate with as working with someone with no social skills is a nightmare learning social skills takes effort and it will improve your life and help you get into things that you want. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Okay, yeah.
0: I mean, this I this think. guy is is in college, like a lot of people do really stupid. Yeah, stuff I mean, learn I, don't, their- I don't know the
1: age of this dude. But again, like, it yeah. just kind of shows like a level of like decency that like, is like pretty poor, like, it's just like, I've been you know I'm not like the most social dude around and especially when I was younger I was like very asocial um yeah but like I I think I think even in this situation you know again like just reading the context of it all and her blatantly like you know telling him like, communicating fully about it I think that the dude's like just clearly an asshole like it's just it's a shitty thing to do
0: yeah I suppose I I guess I just really do see how you're just having a nice relaxing night, you're just unwinding with some video games, and some girl comes in in this outfit that she chose to look sexy, and is all of a sudden like, oh, well, since I just ended up at your place, I need to borrow your clothes. It, like, I, I get how that can be kind of frustrating, and be like, what the heck, like, <laughs> I, I didn't sign up for any of this. So, like, I definitely think he should have done it, and I would have done it without even thinking about it, it's and sure i guess more or less he is an asshole i i guess i just kind of feel like i see where he's coming from to a certain extent
1: that's fair um and again like yeah i I also see where he's coming from but it's a it's not a question of whether or not like i understand his perspective it's about whether i think that he had the right perspective and i I don't oh
0: yeah i think he had the wrong perspective as well
1: yeah so so i i think like that that's what it boils down to like i can understand why he'd think all that and like again like know i i think it's totally valid if you're not comfortable with something you should absolutely like communicate that and i think he did that but also like not even like compromising in any way like just doing the bare minimum effort of it um i i think is like kind of it is just kind of an asshole thing like you're just being really inconsiderate
0: that's fair that's fair i i've come around to the esh vote let's go all right um on to the next one i suppose
1: yeah okay uh let's go all right so can i say i guess we can say asshole now yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, am i the asshole for sleeping on the couch after my boyfriend so my being a 30 or 23 year old female and boyfriend being a 24 year old male ignore me all night at a work party so this one i think would be interesting because it kind of speaks to um you know something that maybe both me and you have been part of so i'm kind of curious What you think about this from the guy's perspective? Mm -hmm. But okay, so let me read. Okay, so two nights ago, my boyfriend had this work Christmas party which he had invited me to to come along for. I agreed to drive home because he wanted to drink, which was fine. He does the same for me. On the way there, I asked him, "Please not ditch me. Please do not ditch me." Should not write not or do not. I constantly have to remind him to introduce me and bring me into conversation when it comes to people he knows, but I'm just meeting. This is a conversation we've had many times. So we get there and he introduces me to one of his coworkers in the parking lot, which was great. Then we go inside, more coworkers and more people start arriving. At this point, I still have only been introduced to one coworker. There are at least four others when we went inside. After a while of me just kind of sitting in the middle of a conversation between my boyfriend and his coworkers, food starts being served. So we moved and sit down. One of his coworkers and their girlfriends uh, sit with us So I introduced myself, since he hadn't at this point, which I was a bit peeved about. The night goes on and still nothing. I go outside to get some air and see people from inside walk over and introduce myself. And that's about the extent of people I meet. The rest of the night, I was a bit resigned and disappointed because I was excited to meet my boyfriend's co-workers, which he talks so much about. On the way home, my boyfriend asked me if I had fun, and I answered honestly, saying, um, not really. And that was the end of the conversation. Yesterday, we went to my parents to help with a bathroom renovation. And when we finally got home, I was still disappointed and don't really talk. I, as I said, we've talked about this issue quite often. And I thought it was getting better. But then the, that party happened. I told him last night that he's oblivious and what's happened and what happened and didn't happen that night before uh, was hurtful to me. He said nothing, just shut down and went to bed. Quite literally ignored me and went to bed. So I moved and slept on the couch. He asked me uh, when I moved this morning. Uh, or wait, what? He asked me when I moved this morning, and I said pretty much right at, right when he went to bed. That's all he said. I'm not sure what else to do in this situation. We've had conversations about, about talking through problems when they arise, but I'm so frustrated being the only one or being the one to always start the conversation, whether or not it's something he's upset about or I am. So, am I the asshole? Edit. My boyfriend and I have been together for just over two years. All right, since I went first, uh, what's your immediate reaction?
0: To me, this is a very clear uh, NTA. I I think that the OP is absolutely in the right. Um, It's it's one of those classic situations where, uh, you know, each individual part of the story doesn't necessarily mean the other person is an asshole, but when you put them all together, it paints a very clear picture. Because, like, I can totally get if you... Sometimes don't do a good job of introducing your partner to people at an event because the event's busy. You don't necessarily notice, oh, this is someone who hasn't met my girlfriend because, you know, it's very different having not met someone versus having met them and figuring out if they've met your girlfriend. But the fact that this has been an issue that they've, you know, the girlfriend has mentioned before and that he made, he only introduced her in the parking lot and then at no other time at the party. I think that's a clear lack of effort there. And is clearly, you know, just not paying attention to her or her needs. And then the whole, the whole reason that like, uh, the boyfriend asked if she had fun, she said, not really. He doesn't follow up then. And he doesn't, you know, follow up with her later to get to the bottom of it and, you know, be apologetic and figuring out what, you know, understanding what's going on. And then is just, you know, annoyed that he, uh, that she slept somewhere else. Um like the whole thing is just there's very there's basically nothing that the boyfriend did here that seems good or relatable in any way so i i i'm pretty set on this one
1: yeah i think you said it all <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't really think i need to say anything I, I think it was pretty well said i think uh yeah it's pretty obvious the the dude is just i think she should break up with him
0: <laughs> yeah especially for over 2 years like at that point yeah. you know these basically like- things yeah yeah it's like someone it's people definitely have some blind spots i certainly do and so it's one of those things where if this happens like you know a couple months into dating maybe you give him a chance to make it right Mm -hmm. uh be like hey this whole like series of events was a complete cluster from you uh do you think you could improve this but i don't even know if it's worth putting in that effort at this point like he clearly doesn't really care yeah i yeah, yeah totally yeah this commenter says so you're so you are putting in all the effort and he just shuts down and you have talked about things numerous times with no improvement i think you need to give him a clear outline of expectations and boundaries and if he continues to ignore them it's time to pack your bag a relationship only has hope if only uh, or sorry a relationship has no hope if only one partner is trying
1: yep i think it's pretty pretty well said
0: yeah all
1: right that was a fast one
0: <laughs> it was it was yeah. speed run Alright, okay. Next one from you.
1: This is gonna be a fun one. Oh yeah. All right. So. Oh, also, Tim, before you go any yeah.
0: further, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure YouTube is very upset about that word. So make sure to not say that.
1: Okay. Uh, what's like a filler word for that?
0: Um. Uh. <laughs> uh. Australian. You should just say Australian something because you know they're big on that word. <laughs> I'm um. Sure. I'm not sure. Like you could just say c word.
1: Yeah, okay. Am I the asshole for calling my partner? So, my being a th- uh, female 38 years old, partner male 31, a useless C word for sleeping in while I was going through a pregnancy oh. termination. Oh, so, so yeah, so I, I don't know if we can say the, the actual term for pregnancy termination, but you probably know what that means. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, I'm going to probably say yes to this, but I. Or oh, sorry, uh, not the uh, uh, asshole, but I uh, i don't know. We'll see. We have been exclusive nine months, known each other a year. I didn't want to terminate the pregnancy, so it was an emotional time for me, but he wasn't ready to be a father. He lost his license drunk driving. Uh, he has since given up drinking. His employment is unstable, and he's going through depression, but not seeking counseling. Holy crap. Okay, this is pretty Dang strong already. It, Yeah, on top of the emotional factor, the medical termination could be physically painful, exhausting, and quite scary. There could be a lot of blood, and the pain is like really, really bad period cramps alongside crazy, unregulated hormones caused by the medication. Because of this, the doctor advised that someone stay with me the whole time to keep an eye on me, look after me, make sure I didn't fade, excessively bleed, call the hospital with any complications, etc. But more than just that, or make me feel loved, cared for, brings me cups of tea, etc., in a time when I was feeling scared and vulnerable. He agreed to come to my house and look after me. I took the medication at 8 a.m. He knew the pain and bleeding will start half an hour after that. He didn't get out of bed until 1.30 p.m. Apparently, he got out of bed around midday, couldn't find me in the house. I was outside feeding the chickens, so we went back to bed. Oh. (laughs) We went to bed at the same time around 10 p.m. He often stays in bed until the afternoon on the weekends, just scrolling on his phone. I told them he could have come to check on me as I could have fainted in the garden. When a particularly painful wave passed through me, I was frustrating. I frustratingly called someone else a useless C word as well, meaning I was indirectly referring to him as a useless C word too. This is the first time I use that kind of language towards him, although I have expressed it in the past and I need uh, need him to put in a bit more effort into our relationship and not leave me to do everything. I try to make an effort to express this kindly, although I feel so frustrated. He was upset, but after that, he reluctantly and promptly helped me around the house and with some renovations made me hot chocolate with milk, I am lactose intolerant, and played a board game with me. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't had any dinner, and I made myself a small lunch because I knew I had to eat something. I was feeling increasingly irritable and frustrated with him the whole day and would make make passive aggressive comments. Luckily, the termination was relatively easy, and the pain was bearable, so I could look after myself, make my own lunch, etc. That night, he barely spoke to me, spent the time scrolling or playing on his phone, and didn't hug me. I didn't make uh, an effort to reach out either. The next morning, I said I was feeling better, but I needed him to carry down a 20-kilogram bag of chicken feed, as I am still weak. He didn't, and he left back to his place in the afternoon. Holy crap. Okay, we have barely spoken since then, and he has not asked how I am doing or checked up on my welfare. He's obviously still upset with me. I shouldn't have used that kind of language on someone with depression, but I don't think I was wrong to be frustrated with him. He seems to think he has done everything fine, but him not pulling his weight in this relationship has been an ongoing issue for me. Uh, I also earn more and own my own house, so it's not like he is providing financially or emotionally. He helps me a lot with the home renovations, although it is clear he doesn't want to. But a job that will take me hours to do will take him, as a tradee 20 minutes. I try to and express my gratitude and try to help him so he doesn't feel taken advantage of. I have no doubt he loves me and has good intentions, but are good intentions enough if not followed by action? He says he is not formally this unmotivated, not normally this unmotivated, and is not sure if it is physical or psychological, but it has been going on for over a year. Maybe just different priorities, standards, expectations in life, but from what I have seen so far, he will not carry the equal weight of childbearing. He said he will pull his weight when we have children and says that he wants to have children with me next year when he gets his driving license back. <laughs> Should I give him the benefit of the doubt, hope that this is just a passing phase due to his mental health, or stick around that long? Oh, Jesus wow. Christ. What an insane
0: post. Yeah. I don't even
1: know what to say to that. That is just it's awful. Um yeah, no, please break up with him. I, yes. I, there's really nothing else to say.
0: Yeah, I I would almost say that my gut reaction is in the relationship as a whole. The um the the man is clearly the asshole, obviously. Um, and as a result, the the partner, the OP is being pushed to a position where now she's really frustrated and has kind of been an asshole to an extent in this scenario but it doesn't really matter because you know it's overall her 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 man is letting her down big time and is just you know not providing anything really in the relationship so no. it's, it's fine for her to lash out a little bit if that helps push them apart then probably better for her and well definitely better for her and hopefully better for him uh like yeah if basically if the, the thing that I was, that I was, uh, that I think is worth exploring a little bit is the fact that, um, she decided to terminate the pregnancy because she determined he isn't ready to be a father, which, just to be clear, sounds incredibly, uh, correct <laughs> based on the fact that he, uh, is, is uh, he has the, tr- the trifecta of unstable employment, depression, and <laughs> drunk driving. I mean, my God, uh, <laughs> there's not really much, uh, That's, that's a pretty damning resume there, but Yeah, yeah, but what she left out of this post is that she didn't mention to what extent he agreed with terminating the pregnancy. And she also mentions that the doctor explained the importance of having someone look after her, but she didn't really go into detail on what she told him he was signing up for. Um, so I feel like it's a little bit, like, I can totally see a scenario where, like, this guy is depressed, and I relate to, to that, of you know, just when I, when I was really going through it, of just waking up and staying in bed for hours, just, you know, on, scrolling on the phone and stuff rather than doing anything. So I relate to that to an extent, and so I know that if at that moment I was, you know, dating someone and wanted to have a baby with them, and then they said they felt the need to abort their baby because I wasn't ready, like at that point i know that would be very difficult for me to hear and would definitely just you know put me in a lot of negative emotions that if i didn't understand very clearly what i had to do uh in order to help my spouse like it would be pretty easy for me to just sort of wallow in the you know depression the pity yeah. right so like because because she doesn't go into those details i think it's difficult to know what he understood the expectation to be uh, because she, clearly she had expectations he wasn't meeting, but how well she communicated them is the issue. However, like, looping back to what I said so I don't get too far away from it, obviously the fault is uh, in the relationship his for just, you know, having making a bunch of terrible life decisions and not supporting her well at all. So, good on her for uh, realizing that and hopefully breaking up with him. Uh, in this, this situation though, I think it's a little bit hard to tell for sure.
1: Yeah, no, totally. No, I mean that that's just like it's crazy. Uh I yeah. mean yeah, I don't I don't think uh I mean I I totally get the issue that comes with like depression with dating, um as right, like a personal right. experience. And it definitely is like one of those situations where like for for me at least, it was like a lot more beneficial to not be in a relationship because, like, you just are not a properly functioning partner. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very easy to, like, get, you know, beat yourself up about, like, the way how you are, like, mistreating your partner in some sense. Like, if you're not fully capable right. of actually being, you know, in a relationship, you should not be in one. Uh It is, I think it's, like, a pretty simple uh thing to like figure out at least for me that's my personal take like i just don't think that it it leads to anything that actually would um be productive or would you know benefit the person you're trying to date like if they if if they for me personally i I should just i should just caveat that like i think i think that that's like my personal experience with it i definitely was not able to handle that but
0: um i think it also depends on the person you're dating as well though right oh yeah totally yeah i mean and how serious you are because you know if you're thinking about getting married to someone and you're going through a period of depression i feel like you shouldn't necessarily just pull the plug just you know every time
1: oh i mean yeah but this is just her partner like i I don't know what that means like i don't think that means marriage it could just be like um a term that they use because like they have like a deep you know at least some like deep level of relationship but that doesn't have to to mean that they're like actually you know married
0: yeah yeah it it just the fact that they're thinking about having kids together makes me think it's somewhat serious but i don't know you know how long they've known each other and all that
1: yeah that's true i don't know It, It just this whole thing i mean yeah i would just end it like totally
0: yeah uh the comments say end it he's not a partner if he can't pull his weight with no children to care for it would be worse with a child he is the child Uh, accurate Um, I I, I do think that's funny he's like oh I'll I'll get my license back and then be ready for children like no no he needs to address the issues that are at the root of his depression and there's no way you can just magically flip the switch yeah totally yeah I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, insightful comments here besides what we were saying excuse me alright I I pulled up the next one here for you alright
1: great Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my GF I still care for my ex GF? Ooh. So uh we'll see how this goes. TLDR walking <laughs> home from bar. Girlfriend asked if I still cared for my ex. I said yes. Girlfriend slapped me in the face. I slapped her back. Oh god. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs>
0: oh, this my is god. great.
1: Okay, my girlfriend, Sarah, my friend, Sam, and I were walking home from a bar after drinking. We were talking about something I read online, which was basically women tend to erase their exes from memory after a breakup, so they don't recognize the same red flags in future relationships. (laughs) Okay, pretty (laughs) interesting. Uh, For one, do we do we agree on this? Is this this a factual statement?
0: I'll be honest and say that I don't feel like I have enough life experience to be able to say for sure whether or not that's true but like i feel like it really depends on the person
1: okay i'll take that yeah. uh i agree i don't think it's a factual, factual statement at all i think mm-hmm. i think it is just situational all right anyway sarah the girlfriend uh said said something about how it might be because it's better to forget than to hate i replied that i didn't understand hating someone you used to care about once i decide to care about someone i never stopped caring about them. That prompted Sarah to ask if I still cared for my most recent ex-girlfriend. I said yes. What I didn't say was what I meant by caring. If I don't care about someone, I mean, I genuinely don't want to know about any details from them because they don't have an impact on my life. The way I don't care and do not keep up with the Kardashians. I care about my exes in the sense that I would, talk, I would walk them home at night um, to make sure that they were safe if I bumped into them alone at a bar without trying anything. I guess what Sarah heard was, if my ex moved back into town, which was not even why we split up, then I'd leave you for her in a heartbeat. This prompted Sarah to slap me across the face. Now, I've never laid hands on on her, and she never laid hands on me, but I grew up with sisters and was raised to believe that you never hit a woman first. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah knew this about me. I slapped her across the face with what I believe was an equal amount of force she used on me. The situation didn't escalate from there, she cried. We got to our apartment. Sam awkwardly went home. Am I the asshole? <laughs> uh, uh I'm gonna say y'all should both just not date.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, I you go ahead, go ahead.
1: Oh yeah. No, I mean I, I think these people are very dysfunctional. I, I don't think they should be dating uh anyone.
0: Yeah. At all. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm gonna say that uh, it's a, a YTA vote for me. Because it's kind of a double whammy where, like, I totally understand that he's being honest and everything and I generally support people. I generally hate when there's these certain, like, relationship conventions that you have to follow where you have to lie to your partner in all these different situations. Otherwise, like, oh, you're just being a bad partner, like, that sort of thing. Um, But what I I think the issue is, is that when the girlfriend asks, you know, do you care for the ex-girlfriend? Obviously, that is a bit of an uh, emotional question, one that is loaded in a certain sense, and so you really have to take your time and respond to that fully, rather than just being like, yeah, I do. <laughs> like, you really I need mean- to give more details. Like He specifically says he didn't say what he meant, and like you need to say that
1: <laughs> i mean they're, they're both like you know they were drinking and they were having like a semi-serious yeah. conversation for one I, I don't think if you're gonna i think if you're gonna talk about something like serious like that especially right. if you're like giving other, you should probably be sober like, it's probably not the best idea to to be having conversations like that
0: right right if there's something that there's um, insecurity in your mind about you shouldn't be asking your ex about it when you're you're drunk from the perspective of the girlfriend yeah
1: yeah um no it, it just seems like a pretty dumb thing to do all around
0: yeah and then secondly like i totally am against domestic violence of any sort obviously and so it was it was wrong mm-hmm. for the girlfriend to give a slap but i also think you shouldn't slap back like if you're not in danger like i I think in a situation of like a you know an amber heard situation where uh, you know someone is throwing uh you know glass at you and is actually seemed like they're trying to to mess you up then fighting back to protect yourself uh i think is fine but i i think if someone just did something to punish you physically which is still very wrong just to be clear i i don't think the correct response is to do that back to them yeah like i think you just should have said hey that is incredibly not okay and then had a discussion about it being like where was this coming from like you know regardless of what we say this can never happen again because i'm done if so yeah um, rather than slapping back so i i think i fully agree with you that both of them are being immature but i also think the guy is more in the wrong for failing to provide nuance on a question that obviously his girlfriend is asking from a point of you know understandable emotion about and and then slapping her back just because he could <laughs> Well I mean he was emotional it wasn't like it was some sort of sadistic thing but still Oh I'm like, I'm not, he I'm not
1: saying he's not at fault he 100% yeah. is at fault I just think that um both of them are assholes like both of them should not be dating like in general like they seem like like I think yeah I think uh for one like a conversation like that probably prompts like yeah like you like what you were saying like it prompts like having like a more in-depth discussion because you're it's a very like weird thing to just come out and be like yeah like you know I I still care about like my ex like I think I think just saying something as like blankly as that like it, it would just like lead to miscommunication right so right. I'm not like surprised that that happened but I don't think the right response is her slapping him at all I, I think I think that was like a pretty a pretty poor way of trying to you know, me, like I, I think, I think the the better option for her would have been to just like ask him what he meant by that, because caring is yeah. like a pretty, you know, it, it's pretty subjective. But again, they were they were drunk and whatnot, and like I don't blame her because like it does come across like pretty shitty. So uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I, I think he fucked up like pretty hard.
0: Oh, I, I agree, um, but like I, I don't. It's not like a, oh man, he ruined this great relationship with his girlfriend. Like I would no, 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 no. <laughs> they, they, there wasn't a they, lot of I don't think.
1: No, they they should not be, like, dating, in my opinion.
0: I'm very curious to hear what the comments say, because this is one that I can't necessarily predict what people will say on. Alright.
1: I I think I I I know what they're going to (laughs) say.
0: This is the second post I read today about people hitting each other while under the influence because of some stupid thing they shouldn't have said. But they did, because alcohol, of course. I don't think another, another comment. I don't think either one of you are old enough to a drink and b be in a relationship. that You're both involved.
1: there. You go. There
0: <laughs> you, you Do go. not assault people unless your life is in danger. JFC. <laughs> this is insane. Violence is never the answer on both of your parts. ESH, you need to break up before this escalates the next time. Yeah. Okay, this is where we're get we're getting into the thing that I I, I mentioned briefly. Someone says this is a situation. Where you tell a white lie, you might really care for someone for them, but in some capacity. But you can't be dumb enough to say it. I I disagree to an extent on that. I think that, I think that if you if this is a a real relationship where you're not just like oh well you know I'm with this person because we have a good time together and it's all about just preserving that. It's not something that I could see them becoming a real life partner. Then maybe you just kind of do whatever keeps that going. But uh, I I think that if it's someone you're somewhat you, you know you feel somewhat strongly about being honest is very important. You just have to couch your honesty in you know a clear. It, you basically gotta filter your honesty through something that will make your partner realize what you're saying in a way that is productive. Uh, I said that kind of poorly, but like I think it's perfectly fine for him to say that he cared for his ex. But how I probably would have approached it would be to say, you know. First of all, I care about you, the girlfriend, far more than my ex and in a completely different way. Like, but when it comes when it comes to my ex, I have a respect for her that I'd be willing to help her out if there was a situation like he described, you know, she needed to get home from something. But at the end of the day, there's only one person I love or like spending time with, whatever, you know, stage they're at in their relationship, and that's you. I I don't think the idea that you need to lie in that situation is is the correct one.
1: No, I don't think you need to lie. I think I think it's a really dumb way of talking about this problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. I, I think it's like, yeah. I mean, it's pretty dumb in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I no, I just think.
1: You know, it's okay. I, yeah. I mean, I just think like fundamentally, like what what transpired was just drunk people having a conversation they probably shouldn't have been having. Like, yeah. I just don't think it was a, a good decision to talk about that. Not because, like, yeah. you know, one person was going to, like, expose themselves, but it's just, like, that kind of a conversation requires a lot of nuance, um, especially when you're talking about, like, you know, former uh, romantic partners with your new partner. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense to me, like, why that would be a... Um, a conversation that they should be having like i mean i think i, th- I think it was, sorry i think i think it was just a poor situation because i mean like they yeah. were drinking and, and the whole situation yeah i mean again like i don't really think I, I need to say much more about it i think they're they're just both assholes for those
0: yep yep uh, i i would still go with the yta vote because i feel like the guy did more wrong but they both did something clearly um all right oh yeah 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 okay so we're on to mine now. You ready for How this? Are fam? we? Yeah,
1: I'm so ready. I don't. I don't
0: think we're gonna get through all of them because we already we already had decent time for this podcast. But we'll start with this one. This one is probably the one I'm most excited for. Uh, am I the aardvark for humiliating my husband? And there's really no way for you to make an additional judgment on that because that's so incredibly vague. All right. So, uh, I I was uh, and I is a 28 year old female. So I was woken up this morning because the sheets I was lying on were wet. I assumed our child, six-year-old girl, had an accident, but when I checked where the wetness came from, to my surprise, turned out it wasn't her, but my husband that had wet the bed.
1: After I had taken a
0: shower, I woke him up and told him he'd wet the bed. At first he denied it, then I guess he realized, indeed, as he got this mortified look on his face, jumped right out of bed and started trying to rip the bedding off. As we have pull-on sheets and our child was sleeping on the other side, he didn't get them off. He looked stupid and honestly quite funny, so I chuckled. He angrily told me it wasn't funny, so I stopped. At that point, the only thing pulling off the sheets had accomplished was to wake up our child, who was confused and asked what was going on. He didn't say shit, just idiotically continued to try to get the sheets off, so when he didn't <laughs> reply, I told him, I, "I just told her he'd wet the bed. At that, he just froze, and looked at me with this weird look on his face, almost like he was going about to cry or something. Our child asked why he'd wet the bed as he was still completely silent. I went something along the lines of that sometimes accidents happen. He just stood there staring at me. If looks could kill, I would be dead. And I'm not exaggerating when I, thought, when I say he looked at me with pure hate. I've never been afraid of him, but for a second or two, I thought he might hit me. Then he just dropped the things he'd managed to get off the bed on the floor left the room and locked himself in the bathroom for 45 minutes. When <laughs> he came out, he got dressed in a hurry and just left with saying, you can take her to school. He didn't even look at me. His behavior really annoyed me, but I just let him be as I didn't want to argue with him when he was in such a bad mood. When I got home from work, he was still sulking and basically ignored me. I was still annoyed with him from the morning, so his behavior annoyed me even more. So I told him to get over it, that it wasn't the end of the world that he wet the bed and to stop taking it out on me. And he accused me of having humiliated him when I told our child. I found that utterly ridiculous on so many levels, so I angrily told him that he humiliated himself when he went to bed, not me. (laughs) He didn't take that too well and said, fuck you, and went off to his computer. And now he refuses to talk to me. And I just feel confused. I think he's the one that behaved poorly and immature and that I haven't done anything wrong. The last thing I said may have been a bit harsh, but I feel like he had it coming. Yet I feel like perhaps I was mean to him. Am I the aardvark? Edit. I just want to clarify that I did not tell our child to be mean to or humiliate my husband. I told her because I didn't know what else to say. As it was quite obvious what happened, I thought it was best, just best to be honest. I didn't tell her in any humiliating way, just as a matter of fact, without doing a big thing about it. I didn't think my husband would feel that bad about it. Alright. Um. There you have it, Cam. Bit of a banger, I dare say.
1: This is a banger. Yeah. Yeah, this dude, I mean, I, I don't think she's an asshole at all i think uh i think this dude is just being uh really weird about the whole thing like i I think i think it speaks more to like an ego problem of him than anything like this is such a especially if it just happens at the home with your wife and your kid like right if you can't be vulnerable with them like who can you really be vulnerable with you know
0: yeah and also it's worth noting that the kid is six years old. It's not like, you know, his college age kids were home and the wife, you know, bursted into the kitchen and said, hey, guess what, kids? Your dad just wet the bed.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like
0: for a six-year-old, it's a much more kind of like commonplace thing of where they might be like, oh, what? That's weird that dad wet the bed. But, you know, it doesn't have a lot of this emotion and shame built into it, I don't think.
1: No, I don't think so at all. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it just, yeah, it screams like really weird to me. Like, I I personally don't get it
0: yeah it's i realize i'm very biased to agree with the wife here for the reason that i am i I just in general uh have a fairly easygoing attitude about things and especially when like mistakes happen and like there's something chaotic or out of the ordinary that happens i just tend to find that very interesting and funny and as Uh a result i you know i just tend to find the humor in that regardless whether it's me or someone else like one example That's fair. yeah yeah like one example of that that i'll give is that i'll be vague about this in the in case there's the in, in the off chance that someone would have um th- that certain people would hear it but <laughs> my uh, <laughs> sister got a gift while she was away at school in i don't remember if at this point she, i think she was in ohio for this one rather than being uh, across the, the pond but anyway so my sister received a gift um that was relatively valuable like think like a a collector item i guess you could say like you could think yeah. like uh jewelry you know uh something else it wasn't jewelry <laughs> i'm just trying to think of <laughs> anyway she received this fairly valuable and small item from someone uh, but she wasn't actually home to receive it and at the at the <laughs> while while uh, my parents were not watching uh the the dogs got the item and they took it out into the backyard and uh, chewed it up a bit. And it was found, and it was not destroyed. Um, it was just uh, a bit, uh, you know, chewed by a dog. And just to be clear, this isn't the type of thing that you display anywhere or that you would wear on yourself. So it's not like this is something that you're going to be, like, looking at all the time. It's something that you, like, you know store somewhere as like you know something that's cool to have <laughs> i think being really vague about this but... okay uh-huh. <laughs> yeah um so essentially i just thought that was hilarious and you know if anything i love the dogs my sister loves the dogs as well so if, if this had been my gift I, I would have considered this to be an improvement on the gift because of the funny story looking at it being like <laughs> oh <laughs> it's all goofy looking because of you know the dogs chewing it Uh, Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like it decreased the value in any way, but I told my sister the story when she came back and she was upset and not happy about all that because, you know, she just was like, Oh, well, this wasn't how I was intended to have the gift from the person who gave it to me. Like now it's messed up. But like, for for me, I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. And like, you know, I would have loved to look at it and be like, Oh man, that's that's silly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, Yeah yeah and i also would do that with my sister growing up that i would just tend to laugh at things and she would get upset about it (laughs) so (laughs) i guess i'm saying i'm very biased in favor of the wife here that like that's just a funny situation um and if you if you don't see that humor then that's your own hang up there like it really isn't a big deal to wet the bed some people in the comments will get to that but some people are mentioning it could be a medical issue for him to look into but like it's not as if it's a moral failing to wet the bed unless he was like drunk off his ass or something but like there's no yeah
1: i was gonna say i was gonna say like uh, yeah Yeah. exactly what the commenters were saying like i i completely agree with that like it could be like a troubling thing to think about and maybe that's probably where it's coming from like it could just be like projection of fear or whatever but uh yeah otherwise like no it's not like it's it's not really that big of a deal
0: would you have any other anything to add before we head to the comments?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I, th- I think we summarized it pretty well.
0: Yeah. This is mean. On, this is so mean on so many levels. Oh, we didn't really give verdicts before we go to the comments.
1: So I do not think that the wife is an asshole.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go NTA as well. Yeah. This is so mean on so many levels. I would have been concerned for my partner's health or if they'd had a terrifying dream or felt okay. I could not imagine responding like you did. Awful. (laughs) (laughs) YTA. What? You're going to be worried that your husband had a terrifying dream like, oh, you little baby. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm sounding very mean there. Okay, next comment. YTA probably wasn't the best option to tell your child he wet the bed. You could have said that you spilled some water or just distracted her with something else, but it's really not that big of a deal. That said, you could clearly tell that it embarrassed your husband, knowing that he was not feeling the best, you should have given him a little grace for being a little short in what he was saying, and the fact that he was not acting super bubbly. Him being embarrassed and not wanting to talk is not an attack on you. It's not about you. Anger and embarrassment are both completely valid emotions, so unless he is being rude to you, you have to be okay letting people process things and not taking it personally. But then you told him to get over it and said you humiliated yourself by wetting the bed. Total douchebag move. For real, this could have been handled so much better uh that's some cap right there i'm i'm raising i'm raising the cap flag right here on this one cam
1: cap flag (laughs) yeah i just like okay so i guess i guess the thing that i maybe i'm forgetting is the the am am i the asshole comment is not about maybe what he said to the their daughter but it's about what she said to him after the fact well but that was in
0: response to what what he said to her that he, he said he accused Op of having humiliated him when I told our child, I found that utterly utterly ridiculous on so many levels. So I angrily told him that he humiliated himself when he wet the bed.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like I, I think I think yeah. if anything, you can say that that is like the, the asshole comment she said. Because yeah, I mean, like it's not like a great thing to say. Like she could have just laughed it off and just been like, "Well, I mean, we're your family. Like we're we're not like your workers or anything. Like we're not going to judge you for it." I think yeah. I think that would have been a better response. But yeah, like also, I mean, I still, it doesn't really freaking matter because I, I think I think even still like it's it's a bit of a weird reaction to still be bad at your wife for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that while what she said wasn't ideal, he led by being frustrated and saying that, like, she humiliated him by telling the child like, I think her, her comment kind of makes sense in the, context of, in the context of that because, like, he's painting wedding the bed as this, like, humiliating thing when, like, she didn't. She legitimately didn't really have a big problem with it. And now he's painting it this way and she's saying, well, if wedding the bed is this big humiliating thing, well, you're the one who caused that situation, not me. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I I don't know. like and, and then when the commenter is talking about, like, oh, well, the husband is just embarrassed and he needs time to process, like don't take it personally. Clearly the husband was holding against holding it against her personally, that he wasn't just upset that he went to bed, he was angry at her for you know telling the child. So, I don't know. I, I think this comment is completely off the mark. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and then OP got wrecked in downvotes for this comment. I don't know if I've read this one before. OP was responding to this one saying he was being rude to me. He was rude when he looked at me like he was going to hit me. He was rude when he told me, not asked, to take our child to school, even though he was supposed to. He was rude when he left me to clean up after him, but I let that be as he was upset. He could have told me that he was angry, disappointed, slash felt humiliated by me when I got home, but he didn't. In- instead, he chose to say nothing, ignored me, and which is rude behavior, and it pissed me off. But yes, the last thing I said to him was mean, and I do regret saying that, as it is not even what I think. Yeah, that I fully agree with OP here. Let me add a upvote there. <laughs> Cancel it out <laughs> just a little bit. The 469 <laughs> down votes are now 468 thanks to me
1: it's crazy dude <laughs> i yeah like i don't i don't really get what the the problem is
0: yeah i mean this is a classic reddit the response to that says let me guess your husband wet the bed when he was a kid and got shamed for it because his behavior seems so clearly like oh, it's just more triggered bullshit, by past dude. trauma. Dude. Oh like, my god! Redditers love suggesting past trauma is the reason for anyone acting oddly.
1: No, totally. I, I love I love Reddit because they'll just assume shit that they oh, have yeah. no idea about. Like I like th- that was the frustrating thing with like the first episode we did where it's just like oh yeah, it's just. All they do is they just make paint these hypotheticals about how people are with their lives and whatnot, and you know you can like extrapolate from the the comments, but like, come on, dude! Like, I think this is like a grown ass man who feels um a bit like embarrassed and like his ego got hit. And he's just taking right. it out on his wife because he's a pathetic male. Like, that's all it is. Like, he <laughs> just doesn't know how to communicate. He's just going to get mad at his wife. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so cut and dry to me. Like, it's just, that's it. Like, that's obviously what it is. Yeah. It's it just, it, it's completely ridiculous.
0: And if that is the situation, then it, that he has some past trauma with this, then it's his responsibility to tell her. Like, if not in the morning when he comes back from work to be like, hey, you know, I really exactly. I, I this is exactly. bothering me a lot more than I think it should because I had a really rough time with this growing up. But he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so someone else says your child... Your, it points out a different aspect of the story. Your husband and child were on sheets that had pee soaked into them. You then went to take a shower before waking them up? Why? That's disgusting and humiliating. YTA. And OP replies, because I had his pee all over me and wanted to remove it, and we only have one bathroom. It took me less than five minutes. Our child was on the other side of the bed and nowhere near the pee. Perfectly valid response. If someone's asleep, them them sleeping for five more minutes in their own urine versus not makes absolutely zero difference. Like actually none. <laughs> like what? Like what?
1: I don't get this at all, dude.
0: Yeah, and it was just like you suck, and your husband deserves better. Oh man uh okay it's so ridiculous oh someone else makes a great point but then one of them would have to wait while the for the other to use the bathroom because in response to someone saying that this was selfish hmm. husband didn't mind waiting he was asleep imagine how much worse it would be to be covered and at someone else's pee while he was in the bathroom for 45 minutes
1: that's so valid yeah
0: <laughs> right i think the
1: op responded to that yeah see what? exactly exactly
0: and then someone responds, woof, what a response to your own child being covered in pee for forty-five minutes." What OP said in this same comment chain: "The child was on the other side of the bed." These redditors are out for blood. They have the groupthink is is in full swing. Everyone has decided that this OP needs to be buried.
1: They're just so dumb. Like, I, yeah, I, I just don't like. Like these redditors, like I don't know why anyone would ask for for one. I don't get why anyone would ask Reddit for help because I'm I'm assuming none of these people have like ever dated anyone in their lives. Like it just, it just it screams yeah. to me that they've just, they've just never been in a relationship before. If they think this is like such a big deal, it's like I agree, so insane.
0: Well All right, want to do one last one? I'd love to. This one. This one should be fairly short. I think.
1: Okay. uh my
0: husband
1: oh, is... i saw this one oh you did okay
0: yeah my husband uh 30 years old male shaved my 31 year old female head so me and my husband have been married for three years and together for five years uh, for some reason i read that like that was backwards in my head i was confused for a minute uh yeah anyway we've always had a healthy harmonious relationship or i thought so and welcomed our daughter three months ago Yesterday morning, we were getting ready in the bathroom. My husband was shaving next to me while I was brushing my teeth. Out of nowhere, he takes his electric razor and runs it through my head, shaving a part of my hair just above my forehead. First, I thought he just pretended to do it, but then I saw a big chunk of my hair falling into the sink. I didn't get a complete bald spot, but the damage is clearly visible. It's important to note that I've always had long hair reaching the, the mid of my back, never cut it short, not not alone, not, it not even got a buzz cut my husband likes my long hair too and he never told me to get a different haircut i totally freaked out started crying and yelling at him while he was laughing he told me it was just a prank how it wasn't a big deal it was just hair and that i could grow it out again we had a serious fight afterwards and in the end he did apologize admitting he was in in Ardvark, but still insisting it was a prank and it was funny at least to him although he apologized i still cannot forgive him i'll either need to wear a hat scarf brush my hair over or get bangs which I normally wouldn't want to do due to my face shape to cover the damaged area. It will take years to grow out my hair again to its current length. However, what I'm most concerned about is that he still insists it was funny. I just don't get why he would laugh at my misery, it seems borderline sadistic and abusive to me. I'm also afraid that he would do something like this again in the future to me or even to our daughter because he finds it funny. I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive or trust him and seriously consider getting a divorce. On the other hand, he, hasn't, he has never done anything like this before. It seems totally out of character. He isn't a prankster or has ever made fun of me. Neither did we have any marital problems nor big fights, not even after the birth of our daughter. Until I make up my mind, I don't want to talk to my friends and family about this, as I don't want to be pressured into deciding either way or being judged if I don't take their advice. Should I stay with him or divorce him over this? Oh, and I kind of forgot that this is actually a relationship advice post, so this isn't a, a strictly am I the aardvark situation, but I thought it was worth discussing, and we might be branching out a little bit more as the weeks go on if we get a good post like this.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, That's a real, like, that's so weird. Like, I don't know how to describe that. Like, that is just super weird. Um, I don't know if you should divorce him over something like this, but that's very weird. Like, yeah. I, I don't even I don't even know how I would, like, I don't know how I would react to that. Like, that's, like, I, I can get, like, why she'd be upset about that. And I can get why that's, like, really startling. Because, like, it's a really out of character thing. But also, like, I feel like she should just talk to him about this, like, and how it bothers her. Like, I don't really, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah, I, I think she should communicate with him about how this made her feel.
0: Yeah, I I feel like this is a situation where, given everything that she said, that they, there haven't been any signs of serious uh, issues like this in the past, that it would be worth giving him a chance, but not by just going on as normal, by sitting him down again and saying, like, I'm seriously considering divorce at this point because I honestly, it has, you know, broken my trust of you, and this is going to be... Cause difficulties for me to go out in public for the next, you know, two years, uh, which is incredibly significant. Um, and like, it's, yeah, just kind of just lay it out for him to be like, this has incredibly damaged our relationship. And I want to know what your thoughts are on why you did this in the first place and what you're going to do differently in the future. And, you know, see how he reacts to that. Because if he reacts to it like, oh, it was just funny, it was a silly mistake, like, but it was pretty hilarious, though. Then at that point, I think maybe you start thinking, uh-oh, this guy is insane. <laughs> Time to bail. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that if he thinks about it more and is just like, oh my gosh, I've made a serious mistake as I think about it. Like I, I just kind of thought in the very short term how hilarious this would be and just didn't think about the long term and I'll be much more careful and all that. I think it might be better in the long term for her to, you know if that were the situation to stay with him versus leaving, if it's legitimately something that he could come to realize was a horrible, horrible mistake um but yeah, it's it's a tough one and I don't envy the wife at all in having to deal with all that
1: no, I, I don't either um, but Man, dude, that's that's really fucking weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't quite get what the guy was thinking. Like, I personally don't think it's funny. I mean, I'm losing hair, so like, I, I find hair is like a very <laughs> important thing to me. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, like that's I don't even know what to say to that. That's just so crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. The comments got a little bit wild, for sure, in here. Um, oh, really? Yeah, this first one is kind of what we said. Yeah. Right. No, dude, so, I mean, this like... This person says, to a wo-, they throw in a link, and they say, To a woman, her hair is a vitally important part of her body, when a, where a significant portion of a woman's hair is cut off without her consent. This is a serious matter, not trivial or insignificant, amounting to bodily harm. Cutting right, someone's well, hair without right, right, consent all right, all right. is obviously an assault and naturally caused bodily harm
1: alright 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 that, that's I mean like let's be let's be let's take a step back real quick yeah so for one this is generalizing to all women there are women that don't necessarily have the right. same feelings as what this person is saying so I don't really care about that <laughs> post at all that means like absolutely nothing yeah like i, I think i think assuming that is more harmful to women than yeah what it's a big generalization did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah i would i would not say that you should generalize all women as being like their hair is like their most paramount feature like right right <laughs> like sure most women have like long hair you could say but no, like it's just a ridiculous statement. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, how many upvotes is that? Six point two thousand yep. idiots <laughs> on Reddit. That's insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, awesome. you focused on that first part of generalizing women, which I think is valid. The part that jumped out to me is saying that cutting someone's hair without their consent is obviously an assault. <laughs> like, let, let's be, yeah, let's that's also clear. crazy, right? That's let's, crazy. Yeah, let's let's take the two things separately. Like, I think this is much more equivalent to uh given the amount of time required to recover from it if the person like said hey wife come on outside and their car was parked let's say they have like a suburban home so their car was like had a lot of space around it they're like 100 feet from their car and okay. the their husband just whips out a detonator and just blows up her car like <laughs> is it that hilarious <laughs> like they aren't in any like physical danger but like he just blew up her car for the fun of it like obviously that's a big problem and is like what the heck is wrong with you but i don't think it's the same as physically assaulting someone it's terrible (laughs) obviously but like let's not blur the lines here yeah
1: um absolutely this
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so (laughs) stupid yeah oh my god so
1: dumb yeah so dumb that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I feel like my theory is just that Redditors just have never dated anyone before. Just have no experience with dating whatsoever.
0: That's certainly possible, but I also think that part of it is just that people like to be very judgmental and on their high horse. It's far more exciting in general to be like, oh, you know instead of oh well this is a very nuanced situation and you need to have some conversations with him to instead be just like this is clearly physical abuse you need to run for the hills because of this link in these quotes like you know that's a lot more exciting to do the second of those so i think just like psychologically like people want to do that more than they want to uh, give the boring answer
1: i see what you're saying i don't know yeah i, yeah, I guess i guess so it's, it's like it's pretty crazy to say that like forget yeah that at all
0: Right, and, and like this person says, the reason you don't want to tell your family and friends is that you know they'll confirm what you already know. This is a completely shitty, cruel thing to do. I would separate over this at the very least and insist he sort himself out with a therapist before he's allowed back in your home. Jeez, I, like I, I will say, I'm not sure what the therapist is going to, uh, to to say. Like, <laughs> like I mean, what? if it's really just a one off stupid decision, uh, I, I don't know that. This the dude just sounds like is, an idiot. Like, yeah, like I
1: don't, I don't think like he's like i mean, I guess a—it's a pretty strong way of phrasing it. Yeah, but... yeah.
0: He skipped out a little bit. <laughs> she said they welcomed their kid three months ago. They say abusers usually turn their switch when they feel they have trapped someone, marriage or a kid. Also, Opie is probably giving the baby all of her attention, and he's a jealous man-child trying to get back at her for ignoring him. Definitely oh, a red God. flag, <laughs> definitely time to start an escape plan. I don't know about all that, Chief didn't. Uh, Like, if anything, the fact that she's reacting strongly to this shows that she isn't the kind of pushover that would, you know, be amenable to that sort of thing. And you would think he would know that. So, like, I I think there are multiple reasons why I don't find that all that plausible. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. I think that's fair. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, end result, we agree that this is a serious concern that she should lay out very clearly for him how serious it is besides just... It sounds like their fight was right after it happened. So, you know, after they both had time to think, go down to come back to him and say, like, this is putting our whole relationship in jeopardy. This needs to stop. Help me understand what led to this so that I can feel good about it not happening again and you can make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And then if he gives a really bad answer to that, then maybe it is time to move on. And I think that would be fine at that point if he just, like, I'll cut your hair wherever I want to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, (laughs) this is a a bit of a sidebar, but I just thought it seemed oddly related, uh, even though it doesn't involve hair at all, that last year, no sorry, two years ago, there was a coach of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars football team, which I know you don't know a lot about football, Cam, (laughs) but uh, they have been historically very bad since they entered the league in in 1996. And, uh, mm-hmm. basically their head coach was, uh, one of the most popular, uh, they, they hired a guy from college, um, who had been one of the more, who had been one of the more successful college coaches. And they brought him in with their new hot shot draft pick. Anyway, he ended up having an absolutely terrible time coaching them and ended up getting fired in the middle of the season, having lost the respect of the respect of the entire team. And this story came out from him from their camp from the beginning of the year, but it only came out way after the fact, where one of their kicker, one of their kickers in practice, not in the game, just in practice, missed a kick. And, uh, and, and as he was stretching later in the day, Urban Meyer, the head coach, comes up to him and kicks him as he's stretching. <laughs> and the kicker says, what the heck? You, you can't do that. What are you doing? And the, the head coach says, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick whoever the fuck I want. What? <laughs> a similar sort of like stupid like move, except in that case, it was clearly a power play. I'm not sure if this shaving incident is that, but uh, yeah, that didn't go well. Yeah. God. Mm-hmm. He was That's out. Crazy. He didn't even get a full year, obviously, because everyone on his team hated him and he was bad at his job. He, yeah, he also, like yeah also one of the uh time-honored traditions well not even a tradition just what people do is that you fly home with like everyone from the team takes the team jet or it's often not like they have their colors on it or anything but you you fly together all in the same plane uh back to the city you came from regardless of whether you win or lose um and that's some good you know fun social bonding if you've just won and it's a good time to like you know, build each other up and focus on analyzing what went wrong if you lost. And so uh, Urban Meyer made the strange decision to not go with the team. He decided he would stay in the city that they had flown to. I don't remember what city it was. Um, While the rest of the team flew back, which is a huge symbol of anti-solidarity with with his own team that he's the head coach of. And then then that was bad already. But then it turned out there was video uh, being taken of him at a college bar where he had some uh, cute girls uh grinding on him uh meanwhile he's married and has kids <laughs> like it was like that night just to be clear so he like skipped flying home with the team to like that night or the next day go up to a bar and flirt with college girls
1: <laughs> he sounds like a chad <laughs> oh my god oh, <laughs> what man. is he doing
0: yeah so yes he was a there was a lot of am I the asshole posts that could have come from just one year of his own actions yeah well I think that's about it for me Cam unless you have anything else on this one
1: no I think I think it's good
0: any stories from rocket league <laughs> since from that's rocket league? that I don't play yeah. yeah rocket
1: league is a dead game <laughs> A hundred million it. people, almost a hundred million people, play Rocket League every month,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they have not added any new content to the game. In and when I say content, I mean like game modes or, um, you know, like new things that players can actually engage in, aside from just like maps, because maps are just like sprites. Basically, you can just make yeah. a new design map and stuff, uh, or cars and whatnot. They haven't made any actual new content in years it, it is kind of like a a dead game like they very actively demonstrate epic i mean that they really don't care about the player base they focus way too much on just taking people's money um and people are gold enough to do it like me i'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I am a victim of cosmetics um and that, that's just the problem like that's that's my main issue i think with epic games and the way they're running rocket league Uh, otherwise it's a fantastic game the reason why 80 million people a month play it is because it is a fantastic game that has a lot to offer but it could be so much better they could put way more investment into the game to really kind of benefit the player base uh but they just don't care because they just make a ton of money off the player base anyway um so it's a shame maybe maybe one day people will boycott rocket league um I don't know how they revive Fortnite. That'd be something that I'd be kind of curious about because Fortnite died pretty quickly after, what, 2018,
0: right? Well, I don't think it really ever died as much as just the player. It just lost It lost
1: steam. But they but had a like, really good
0: core ba- player base. It was never that they got to like 10% of their peak. It was they were at like, you know, 30% or something like that. I, I don't know what the exact numbers. I'm just completely throwing stuff out here. And then they were able to, like, add new modes and stuff over time. They kept bringing people back in, and then you get the celebrity stuff. And, like, they kept, like, trying different things, and they've managed to claw back a lot of people over time, which is cool to see from a business standpoint, even though I don't play Fortnite and don't really like it all that much.
1: Yeah, Sam. No, I, I, think, uh, I think with Fortnite, it's interesting because, like, for my friends who play it, I, I, I personally am not a fan of Battle Royales, so I never got into Fortnite. Uh, especially yeah. with the, I think it had a novel approach to a battle royale with a, the building mechanic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that being said, like, I think that a lot of players stopped playing after they added like more and more new things or would hop on for like special events or whatnot. Right, right. Um, But yeah, like, I think, I think Epic does this thing where they don't just make all their content available. Uh, Where, like, right now what's going on is they have, like, the OG map that, like, you know, was on in Fortnite, which is not what they have primarily. And that brought over, like, a ton of really old fans and and new people. Because that was, like, the thing that, like, got, like, more people to start playing the game. Um, But they're going to basically drop it again and go back to the old map. And what that means is that they're going to lose their player base again and just have like their foundational, you know, the the foundational people that are just going to stay playing the game whenever, forever. Right, right. And so uh, they they have this marketing scheme where basically they generate a ton of hype when they bring back something or when they add like something new. And I guess that's more effective than if they just were to have all of that available to the player base. Yep, because because then that would force them to have to make more content. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't I don't get it. It really just seems like very lackadaisical to me. Like I, it seems like a very cheap marketing strategy that works very effectively. Um, and it it just is obvious that they just are saving like money everywhere they can and just trying to rein in on the amount of profits that they can make. For sure, uh, which which I think is pretty shitty in my opinion because it, it really just kind of goes to show that they're a business first and foremost. They're not a video game company that cares about good, making good products uh, or having a community that actually they care about. Um, so yeah, I think that's my biggest problem. I, I think there are a few, I think there are a lot of gaming companies that practice this. Um, and then there are a few that I personally love uh, me and you are obviously huge fans of CD project red. I think yep. they demonstrate over and over and over and over again that the, the fans and the player base are the most important part of their games.
0: Yeah, and also wanna, even more so than CD Project Red, uh, Larian games.
1: Oh, Larian games. as yeah. Well, Larian games, yeah. I mean, now, you know, now everyone knows about them, but...
0: Right, right. Um, developers of Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, for those who are unaware.
1: Yeah, developers of Baldur's Gate 3 were very much so cared about people having an amazing experience.
0: Yeah. Well, Cam, I should wrap it up because I think the boys are, are waiting for me for another podcast. <laughs> for another podcast? Cool? Yeah, you, man,
1: man, just everyone <laughs> needs to hear his opinion. I, yeah. uh, I should definitely hop on there and talk about how unbelievably broken the Guardian is.
0: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but, if you want to, you probably could. But that's the topic right now, for a different podcast. I'm Have down. a good one, y'all. Yeah. We'll catch you later in the next episode. All right. Yeah, we'll see
1: you guys.